You're listening to an encore presentation from the Transformation Talk Radio Network. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are going to kick off. This month, right, we're going to kick off this month with something that is so very important, so part of us, Manifest and Rediscovery with Tiffany Watkins. So stay tuned for that. But Benny, let us just get really clear about what this day is and where we're going. This is Pride Month. Yeah. Now, we're going to be doing a number of shows and a number of interviews, but it is it is extremely important to understand the meaning of this in today's world and where we are. And you're going to hear us talk about it. You're going to hear us talk about how decisions that are being made in the government of the United States of America go far beyond anything you think. How this little thing called Roe v. Wade, this is not, this is not a, a controversial statement, was based on privacy. So what happens when you take something that is based on privacy and you say it's no longer of of value? Then what starts to happen is, wow, like what I do like in my world, like how I show up, like maybe I'm somebody that wants to work with youth in the LGBTQ community, but I can't say things. So the question really is for today, as we take this month, and we're going to turn this month upside down right on its head, how can we in the world, whatever it is, wherever you are, wherever you've been, whatever you're battling, whatever you believe in, whatever you don't believe in, how do you get to manifest and rediscover? How do you do that? Because see, I love this, that Tiffany, I love what Tiffany's doing on this. Because if you just take those two words and you take out all, take all of the noise out of it, government, politics, I don't know, whatever it is, take it out. How do you do this? And why do you want to do this? And what is it about this that helps us understand that if you're on a pathway and you want to go forward, taking this pathway alone is one of the toughest things you can do. I know it. I did it for a lot of years in my life, and then I discovered how to ask for help. Today, I want you to meet somebody that's all about that. Mentor, educator, business consultant, over 25 years, former IT professional. I love that. Like, IT is like it. She's like an it professional. (laughs) I love that. Working, network system engineering, holds degrees in computer science, understands infrastructure. But you know what I love about Tiffany and I and our background? See, and we don't talk about this. We both have that systems mentality. Why is that so important in the world today? Because it is so cool to be able to look from the inside out. But beyond that, leader in leadership guidance, she has helped many people and businesses thrive. Don't you want that? Don't you want to have a vision and a dream for yourself, but don't you want to know how to do that? And so today, get ready to understand or learn more about what it means to keep a positive mindset, but also what does it mean to live with that? Tiffany, it's great to have you. Welcome. Thank you. It's so wonderful to be on. Thank you so much. So I want to talk about the two words manifest and rediscovery for a moment, because when you, I call it noise for lack of a better word. I don't have a better word. I don't have a better word. Right. I just know like blah, blah, blah goes on. It's like noise. Let's talk about how manifest and rediscovery can transcend that noise. 
from your perspective? Oh my goodness. And you know, for the record, noise is, I think the best term we have had the noisiest last few years, just filled with so much. And what I like to also think is of so little as well, because we've been filled with all this angst and there's been so much social angst going on and we truly have little progress from that. So I think when I say manifest and rediscover in that system of noise, we have to manifest change. We have to manifest the things that we want to see. We have to rediscover how we go about making those changes. I think we think we know how those changes are to be made, but we've had little progress. And people are still feeling like the, the weight of the world is on their backs and they still got kids, they still got work, they still got school. So I think rediscovering how to make the strides towards the change is the true manifestation that we're really looking for. Yeah. I mean, mm. and, and the reason that this is so important, and we're going to really dig deeper into this today, is because it's, a, it's I think... Let me ask you this other follow-up question, and then we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back. Noise has been my greatest teacher when I discovered what it was and what its purpose was. Now, like the noise that I carried on my in my head for like 40 years or something, I didn't quite understand it. But there are tipping points in the noise. Now, I just mentioned one very benign to a lot of people idea, but it's a very important idea. And there's so much noise that we're not able to take in and rediscover or redirect what's really important to us because we don't have a good sifting mechanism. What's been your experience with this? For example, I did a survey about six or eight months ago. Yes, Betty, I'm going to mention it again. I did a survey. I work with women and teens in addiction and recovery and a whole bunch of other areas. And there was a bill that hit the Senate floor and our Senator sponsored it, equal pay for women. It came in and it went out like it was a flea on an elephant's butt. Mm -hmm. It failed. Uh, the argument was it will end up in frivolous lawsuits. Nobody screeched about it. You know, I interview, I ask, now I'm up to about 250 women, if they knew about it. I could count on one hand the, the women that actually knew it came to the floor, it didn't pass, and it was frivolous for them to be equal pay. Now, the reason I bring it up, because you cannot manifest and rediscover if we are not what, Tiffany, paying attention. Paying attention. <laughs> That's key. <laughs> but talk about, from your perspective, you work in leadership, you're a public speaker, you talk to other people. What have you discovered along the way to your life that has enabled you to move beyond the obstacles that may have shown up for you and to create you know, Vanguard Media to create your platform to become a top coach. How did you move beyond, as I like to say, the crust to bring you right here now today? Right. <laughs> you know, I, I think, and I, I don't want to make it sound easy at all because it, it really wasn't. Um, and also, I don't want to beat myself up and say that, you know, I tripped too many times, but I tripped just enough to realize that I had to listen differently. I love that you said how you heard the noise because that comes to us in many different ways. And I had to listen differently and prioritize the messages that came to me from what I was hearing. And we pull upon things that we've heard all of our lives. I call them the old tapes that are playing. They're just playing back there. They're in the background. Sometimes they're positive. It's all the good things that grandma said you could do. It's all the things that you got an award for. But then there's those other tapes that play that say that you weren't that good enough. You were maybe picked on, or maybe you didn't get the support at home that you needed. And those things play around and somehow those become a priority. It's just human nature. We want to doubt ourselves. 
And those messages that I was hearing from the noise were having me doubt me. So I was just going through life, overachieving, trying my hardest to get this. Got to get this degree, going to get two more. Got certified in this, going to get three more certifications. Right? I'm just going to keep building on all of that because I'm going to prove those tapes wrong. That is not right. I, I can do this. And I had to, on one of my stumbles, I had to realize that I'm listening to the wrong thing. I'm prioritizing negativity when there's positivity playing right in the background if I just listen. And hearing that, oh, you won an award for this. Oh, you did such a wonderful job. It's like, oh, hey, you know what? I do feel good about this. I'm not an imposter. I can get this done. And that was truly transformative for me. And I just didn't look back. Yeah. I love that we're talking about this because when we come back from break, we're going to take this on. You know, I shared this the other day on air, I think, and I can't remember in what context, but I was like you. You know, the minute I had the opportunity, I went back to school. I keep going back. I kept going back to school. I didn't even know what I was going back to school for, but I did. I now know why I went back to school. I mean, it had such a different purpose. It had a higher purpose than I even knew. However, there's one thing that I learned when I, when I stepped into this venture, and we're going to talk about it when we come back because you nailed it. You know, there's that line from Doom where it says, Dream, uh, fear is the mind killer. So my, what I added on is this. Fear is the mind killer and doubt is the dream killer. When we come back, we're going to talk with Tiffany Watkins about how do you move beyond the big D. That is the D that fuels and feeds imposter syndrome. I mean, you all know what I'm talking about, right? It does, you don't have to be have a degree to know what I'm talking about. I mean, think about it. How many of you are moms and you've thought, oh my gosh, you just don't have what it takes to raise this child. Seriously, it creeps in. How many of you think, oh my gosh, I'm going to go start this workout program. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can lift the brake. I'll never be, I mean, oh my goodness, I could go on. But when we come back, we're going to talk about not only what Tiffany has created, but the invitation she has for all of us to step in, get some tools, get ourselves educated and informed. And I got a text message from one of our listeners. No, I am not going to run for government Congress seat. That ship has sailed. Let's take a short breath. Thank you for asking me. Honestly, I don't have the I don't have the discipline to keep my mouth shut. That's the problem with me. Let's take a short break. When we come back, manifest. We're gonna work on that word manifest manifest. Manifest. Benny, let's take a short break. We'll be right back, everybody. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie Show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Have you been on life's roller coaster trying to figure out what to do next? Then join Greta, Lee, Yvonne in the Realm of Beings each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Shake the dust off your wings and fly to the highest heights in your thoughts and actions. Express your greatness. Be a champion for yourself. And we'll see you there on Shifting Impressions Conversations with the Realm of Beings. 
Are you ready to get big and live your life out loud? Tune in to Get Big Out Loud Radio, exploring life through the lens of curiosity and compassion with me, Carrie Knudsen, joining Dr. Pat live every second Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I will offer ideas to transform what you are thinking into conscious action. If you want to get big and live your life out loud, visit me at KnudsenSpeaks.com. Tune into the Life Strategy Show with your life strategy mentor, Lolita Smith, and say yes to bringing prosperity and success to your future right here and right now. Life is a picture of your mind, and Lolita is here to help you imagine it. Say goodbye to the strings of the past that have been holding you back for far too long. Rise up with Lolita and say yes to the solutions, prosperity, and unlimited possibility. Visit LifeStrategyMentor.com. That's LifeStrategyMentor.com. You're listening to an encore presentation from the Transformation Talk Radio Network. Yeah, I'm just saying, go ahead and tell Rihanna that equal pay is frivolous. Miss Rihanna Billionaire, I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much for paving the way for those those of us that didn't believe. Uh, my guest today, Tiffany Watkins, is, not, is, is totally understanding the dynamics of what we're talking about today. And I just want everybody to be clear what we are talking about today. Manifest and rediscover. Can you guys, can you all hold on to that? Manifest and rediscover. I want to do this for all of you out there. I want to open up the phone lines because if you're having, if you're in a place where you just do not believe you can manifest, and what do I mean by that? I mean by, yeah, you kind of think about it. You kind of believe it, but it's not showing up in your life. You see, so you think you're holding it, but it's just like the stuff's not showing up in your life, right? It's like you're picking a Rolling Stone song and Sympathy for the Devil plays. It's like, okay, I love, love that song. I'm just crazy. But how do you manifest and rediscover and why are these important? Tiffany, before we really break manifest down, how do people find out about you? And can you tell people about the Vanguard movement? Certainly. Let's start there. Let's start with the Vanguard movement. It's a hashtag that's uh, that's going around uh, and it belongs to me. It is join the Vanguard movement. And what that is, is a push for solidarity and women forward in the workplace and in business for women who have dived into the cannabis industry. It is the world's most broad industry right now. And just like every other industry, women are taking a back seat. Yes. Yeah, 100%. And I developed Vanguard as a platform, a media platform for women to showcase the things that they do and to tell their stories. And what this over time has turned into is an archive of the good, the bad, and the ugly of what's going on with women in this industry. Yep. Whether it's poor actors, male, poor actors, female, or just a system that is stacked against certain people. Yep. And so it's, it's really grown leaps and bounds. There's a magazine attached to it, the Vanguard Media Online magazine, which you can find by going to vanguardmediaonline.com. Um, and I urge everyone to, to read, even if you're not in the cannabis space, just to know some of the things, the positive things that are going on and some of the same, you know, old things that have always happened are also going on in this space. It's just like any other space. But we really champion women and their position, and we want to see uh, the gap close. We want to see equality for persons of color and women in this space. We have a, a solid chance to get it done. Uh, and I want to talk, can may I make a statement for a minute? Because I want to just talk to your point. And what I want to talk to your point about is this fact. Now, in my state, the state of Washington, we were way out front with the movement. We were way out front. And there was a reason we were. And I want to just drop it in there and, and connect this to what we're talking about, manifest and rediscover. Many people do not know that the people behind them, and I'm going to start with medical marijuana, because that's where it started here in this state, like, like, like over a decade ago, okay, the fight. Many people do not know this. No big journal article on it. The movement that started underneath the movement was women, group of naturopaths, women, moms who had children 
that could not be treated by conventional methods for autism. You know where I'm going, right? For cancer, for MS, right? So the movement started with a whisper. And yet we just do not talk about these pioneers that stepped out in front and they fought the fight. I mean, they fought the battle. And because they fought that battle, and some of them presented the science, and some of them, right? We have to remember our heroes. And isn't that what you're doing? Absolutely. And you're 100% right. This movement began there. And when uh, people talk about cannabis, we make sure that we are saying this as much as we can, that um, the, the women warriors who had to go on the run with their children because they chose a different path for medicine for them, um, are, we, we stand upon the pathway that they carved in with sweat, tears, and whatever they could pack on their backs. So we definitely pay homage to and, and showcase that too. We've published several stories on women who have done just that and are continuing to do that to this very day organizations being built. There's some in Florida that we have done great stories on that are groups of women who are just like, we will treat our children with what we feel is necessary for their bodies. And if this is our our choice, we won't be held accountable for doing something wrong. We're good moms. And yeah, yeah, we definitely champion that. And that is a lot of the, and, and the other part of the movement that no one talks about is the LGBTQ, um, movement. The, the, the back of our community that had to fight just to have the freedom to choose a treatment that gave them quality of life when quantity of life was not guaranteed. Thank you. Thank you. And you see, that's why I love what you're doing, because we have to start to call things movements now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really looking at myself again. I mean, what did you rediscover? I'm really, I'm, I'm in a place now where, you know, the expansion of our network behind me, you see the channels we're going to have all in place by January. And I, I'm starting to think, have I been enough in the world? Great to create a network, but it's now time to do things differently, right? So we get to rediscover. But one of the things I love about what you've done, and you know, hello, let's call this, this is called the grass ceiling, right? These are are women, we are talking about, we got to break the grass ceiling. And you and others are fighting the good fight. But come on, let's talk about a rediscovery. Why is it in the United States, if you live in Washington, right, for example, well, if you're in Washington state, been more liberal about it than a lot. I mean, honestly, we, we came out of the gate with uh, Christine Gregoire, our governor, put it on the ballot. Like, I don't even know when. But why, if you go to another state, are we going to find young men and women in prison? And might I say, mostly young men and women of color in prison for something that is illegal in that state and not legal in my state. So where do we get the rediscovery of what's right here for this movement? What's your thought? Well, my thought is that it really comes, uh, you know, with the people. People have to understand. There has been a stigma built about cannabis and cannabis therapies for over 100 years. We have had direct fear associated with a plant. And so it, we think logically, well, if, it, if it's a product that can, you can go to a store and purchase now, why are there people sitting in prison? Well, it's because fear still rules everything and money still rules everything. And there's big business in prison. And I won't Pri- even get Privatized business now yeah, all of a sudden, right? Itself That's like crazy, like. right? Privatized business. Doesn't that sound like something from like the year 3000 in some futuristic (laughs) movie? But you're right about it. I mean, you know, people, my mom used to say the buck stops here. And I say, no, mom, the buck stops at the buck. That's the world we're living in now. You know, when the buck stops here, she's talking about the dollars. No, the buck doesn't stop here. The buck stops at the buck because people are trying to like, oh, that's not enough money. Oh, I can't get enough of that. I can't do this. I can't do that. Now, Let's talk about manifest and rediscovery because manifest 
has been one of these tricky words that we're going to talk about more when we come back from break. Because what we leave out of the manifestation equation is all the good things we can do in the world. Right? You know, so there is this notion of manifestation and greed. But we're not talking about that. You see, manifest a dream. Manifest your lifestyle. Manifest helping others. Manifest how to create a movement. Manifest, manifest, manifest. And I want to talk with you about how you did that. What you had to rediscover. I bet it's a lot, too. <laughs> we'll take a little longer break so we don't have to break later. I want to know what did Tiffany have to rediscover about herself to become the movement maven for something so incredibly important to helping others, women, how to create something that's going to uplift people that maybe can't lift themselves up right now themselves. See, if we're not going to reach a handout, Tiffany, I don't know how many people put a handout to you to help you. I've had more people put hands out to me. I have more women mentors than I can imagine without them. I wouldn't be here. When we come back, we're going to talk about manifest and the movement. Tiffany Watkins, everybody, let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Your own innate brilliance already lives inside of you. Come discover it so you can shine brightly in this world. Join me, your host, Adrian Cobb, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern during Wild Magic on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get answers to who you are and where you belong. To learn more about me and the show, visit MyWildMagic.com. Again, that's MyWildMagic.com. It's time to tap into your divine self through angelic guidance. Join your host, Cindy Smith, and co-hosts in The Angel Empowerment Show, From I Can't to I Can, airing every Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn from four of the best angel empowerment practitioners in the field. Together, they will share experiential teachings and offer live, on-air professional angel card readings and much more. For more information, visit CindySmithAEP.com. Do you get stuck in that someday attitude, living the same day over and over again with no action? The Becoming You Show, big ideas that inspire, impact, and influence your life with Leah Rowling is for you. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Central on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will have you feeling inspired to take action with purpose and intention. For more information and to get in touch with me, visit www.LeahRowling.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show, and I am the creator of the Transformation Network, doing what we do in the world of positive radio, informed, educated, positive media. Independent radio hosts and independent networks have been the face of positive messaging over the past decade. So all of us here have decided we're going to put together an independent network that is going to enable people to bring their positive message of hope, inspiration, and conscious action to the forefront. Help us create a future of amazing, uplifting stories that can be told so we can tell our children and they can tell their children of what hope and conscious action is all about. I want to thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You are made for more. I'm Coach Lisa, and I'm here to help you achieve ultimate life satisfaction. Your life matters to the world. Reimagine your future with an individualized life by design approach with my free ebook, The Five C's of Coaching Commitment, Clarity, Coachable, Creative, and Change. Find the transformation you're looking for. Go to lisabeltz.com. That's L Y S A B E L T Z.com. You're listening to an encore presentation from the Transformation Talk Radio Network. Thank you for that, Olivia. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Um, Manifest and Rediscover with Tiffany Watkins joining me here today. Um, I want everybody to, we're talking about the Vanguard movement. We're also going to talk about, you know, um, what does it mean to create a movement, but to also be an incredible coach, a mentor, an educator. 
And we're going to talk about that now. Because how do you keep a positive mindset? How do you manifest things in your life? Um, Tiffany, can you give people the websites? There are several of them. So people can um, take a look at how to connect with you. Absolutely. Uh, to connect with me, go to www.lccoachingsuccess.com. And there you'll see the programs that I offer and a little bit about me. You can also find more about the Vanguard movement at www.vanguardmediaonline.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, when you go there, you're going to be able to take a look at, you know, we're not just, you know, Tiffany's not just talking about manifest. She teaches how to manifest your success. There's a master class on that. There's VIP mentoring when you go there. Um, there's a 15-minute call. There's a lot. And, you know, one of the things that we're talking about today is how do you go from wherever you are to where you want to be? And I think that's part of the conversation today, just in the fact that I can give out two websites for you. Both of them are movements in themselves. Both of them really reach beyond the ordinary and tap into some multi-layered aspects of situations in the world. And I want to ask you, how did you get it? How did you get the idea that you could manifest what you want? and then help other people. You know, I always look at what personal things go on in people's lives, like I know like what I had to overcome, but the strength and power for how you show up in the world, you have had to break through a few things. I don't know, I'm just saying, you can tell me if I'm off on that. You know, I, I did have to break through a few things. It is mm-hmm. not easy being a woman in tech. It is not easy <laughs> being a young woman studying tech. So, uh, you know, and during that time period, uh, there wasn't a lot of support uh, community-wise for, you know, the path that I was taking both in my career and in my social activities. I really championed and advocated for the LGBT community, for safe sex, for abstinence, and for cannabis. So all those things wrapped together, there was a bit of adversity there. There was always something to fight and push against. But it wasn't really that I wouldn't say that is my catalyst for what I do, you know, or for the reason that I how I discovered that I could manifest things in my life. I think really what it was, you know, when we started this conversation, I talked about that imposter syndrome. I talked about how it is that we have these old messages, these old tapes playing in our head that tell us many things, but we don't prioritize them properly. So we give ourselves the wrong message from our own internal speak. I had to begin to listen to myself differently. It didn't matter how many people I helped. It didn't many matter how many picket signs I held. It didn't matter how much I excelled in class. I still would go, well, I must do more. I need to do more. Why wasn't it enough? And some of that discovery came from talking with other women, seeing that they felt the same way, solidarity and community. Yeah. And a lot of it came from seeking out mentors myself. At the time, most of the mentors in college were male. And you find someone and they were, but I needed another perspective. I needed to understand why internally I felt like even though I excel, even on top of the class, why am I not enough? And I found that I was enough, that I was telling myself that I wasn't enough because I was just listening to every failure I'd had and leaving the positivity of the wins behind. And those came to me through the mentor-mentee relationship, which I honor to this very day, not just as myself as a mentor. I always have people in my circle who I can go to for a multitude of different things. It was very helpful. Now, to start these movements that I started comes from 30-plus years of activism and picket sign holding and learning that if you want change, you have to not just be the change. That's such a t-shirt worthy phrase, but it doesn't do a whole lot. You have to be a part of the change. That means you have to walk the walk as well as talk the talk. And you have to do the hard stuff and you have to go out there and act within civil disobedience to get things done. And that tenacity I was able to find in many different corners and talking with people about their experiences brought me a lot of stories. It created safe spaces for women to start sharing about their cannabis journeys. And that is rather how Vanguard was born. 
of women's stories and these small community talks that I used to hold so that we can all just share opposing views or views that champion the product. Uh-huh. And from that, I was, these are all tied in together for me. From that, I was able to help people. I do one-on-ones. Oh, come over to your house. Let's talk about this. And I realized that there was value not only in sharing, but in capturing, giving people a soundboard. Manifesting really is just discovering, putting things in place, recognizing that it's in the here and now and how do I grab it? Uh So I think I started developing those years ago while I was still on my journey. And that was, uh, you know, one of the, the ways that I, that I fell and then got back up again. Every time you get up on a side note, every time you get up, you, you bring a little something with you and yeah, that's how it began. You know, I think about this and I want to just get everybody, you know, I'm looking at you as a cannabis um, uh, activist, grassroots campaigning over 30 years ago. And I'm thinking about this from a lot of different perspectives. I mean, I, I have to really talk to the fact that those are words, but those words are backed up by sweat, by tears. And I love that we're talking about action because tweeting a message about something you care about is lost. Getting a sign and walking in front of your senators or somebody's office or whoever it is you want to hold your sign up for, that is action and i i fear we are losing the art of that voice now i'm a little bit older than you and i come from a generation where we didn't have a tweet right we had people on a microphone standing in front of some municipal building we had marching we had stonewall crazy as that is that was that was an interesting event which doesn't get told adequately we had the the gay rights movement for men men dying and you know how did you get that look it doesn't matter what side you're on you believe in lgbtq or you don't to watch men die the way they died and women die the way they died and and the mayor of new york city be like nothing that's when you get on ed koch's steps and you say no mas how do we bring the fight back? Because in this industry of cannabis, you know this, but maybe our listeners don't. You ever see a conversation between a woman wanting to start a cannabis company in front of the a banker? You want to be a fly on the wall with that? You want to take into consideration all the judgment and I mean, honestly, Can you even imagine, right, two people in a bank, maybe the banker's a man or woman, you don't know, but a woman walking in with the business plan, with everything saying, I want to work in this industry, I believe in it. Thinking I'm going to get funding for it. It's difficult. It really is. But that's what you're here to help people with, Mm -hmm. right? Because... If you don't know what you don't know, this is not an arena you want to step in a pothole, is it? What do you think the greatest challenges for women in this industry from where you sit now? Um, truthfully, and it's the same as any other industry. It's being taken seriously and being given a chance to uh, have success in an equal and even playing field. It's just, it's, it's really just the same. There's not much difference in cannabis, which is why I don't keep everything that I do cannabis specific because it is a people issue. It just is visible in cannabis mm-hmm. because it's something new and everybody's kind of looking at it and it's becoming more and more mainstream, but this is a people issue. This is an issue of sexism, racism, all the isms. It's here and it's present and it's, and it's, it's loud because everyone's talking about it right now. And I'm hoping, what I'm doing is hoping that I can dovetail right into the core of what we need to work on just as people. You know, when women want to get funding for their business in general, why is it that there's such a difference with your business plan when you walk in it, but if you put it in the hands of a man and he walks in and does his pitch, 
It's welcomed. It's taken more seriously. I have had women come to me and say they have been sexually harassed during a meeting to serve a pitch yep. or funding for their company. Yep. They've been propositioned. Yep. Quid pro quo. Yep. And that we need to understand on a human level why people believe that that is acceptable to do to another human. So I think that more than just being industry specific, this is really how do we yeah. as women, as people look inside and see that we need to do better. But I think in order for us to do better, we have to feel better. And for us to feel better, we're going to have to rediscover and actually really I'll start here discover what has made us foul and then rediscover how to bring the light. Yeah. And that's pretty much, you know, what I help people along the way with is rediscovering the light inside that helps them to do better and be better. You got to discover the light because let's talk about this. It really ties into manifest and discover, you know, what is the expression? Bad things happen to good people. Well, I don't know where that came from, but bad things happen to everybody. Good people, bad people, it doesn't matter. But when you define your life as those things and you don't let the light shine through, then the laws of the universe, as far as my experience is, I will get more of that. I will get more of the ugly than I could even imagine, right? But I love that we're talking about helping women. I love that. I started this network to give women a platform. I didn't know it would turn into what it is today. I started a network because we are an anomaly. I'm a bit, I'm a woman owned broadcasting and television independent. That, that I, I, don't, I don't even say that. I don't even talk about it. But 10 years ago, plus even longer than that, women were trying to have a voice. And do you know, women left, let's start with radio. Women left talk radio by the millions. And this independent positive venue, this has brought them back. And I remember this, there's 20 years ago was my show. And I remember Rob and Brenda and Patricia, and there was a handful of us and we were women. And the people that were out there to help us wouldn't help us because they told us we didn't stand a chance in hell of doing anything with independent voices. And what do you, who is gonna listen to women talk? <laughs> and you know, I'm so grateful that Benny and the network I'm on, they didn't believe that. These people here at this network, at my network and, and KKNW, these people are like, come on. Yes, AMFM, join us. So how do we help the women that may be listening that are thinking, I got myself a heavy load I'm lifting. The thing you said that I've had, I've had extremely great mentors but you're creating a platform to help women. What is your vision for where you are today and what you want to see happen, Tiffany? Yes. My vision is large. What I wanna see happen is for women, especially to understand the value of where they are. Sure, life gets heavy, it, it does. It gets heavy for us all, but the power is inside of you. The weight is what's on the outside of you. So we have to let that sink in. What we put on is more stress. Oh, I've got to drive the kids to school. And then afterwards, I need to make sure I've made, you know, cupcakes. And then afterwards, I've got to go to work. Those things we pile on, but the power to get all those things done is inside. So on versus in. When you start to focus on the power that's inside of you, you can burst out yeah. of that shell. And that moves all those things, not only away from you, but it puts them in their place so that now you can prioritize yeah. your life. But you can't do that while it's all hugging around you. Mm -hmm. You can't feel it. All you feel is the pressure. Yeah. So getting people to focus inward and focus on the power that's inside is key to prioritizing your life and reigniting that light that I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, you and I didn't even touch upon the fact that we're talking about women, but there's a whole nother layer when we're talking about diversity, equity, microaggression. I mean, there's, 
there's a whole other level of this that immediately excludes large amounts of women from the conversation at all. And that is really, for, for me, when I look at what you're doing, you're creating a women's movement, doesn't matter, women. You're creating a movement, period, that opens up a door so people can have a conversation about, Tiffany, I don't know what I don't know. I have an idea. Can you help me with my idea? You know, and they're not going to get the answer I got 20 years ago. That idea really is stupid. You're never going to be able to create a positive talk radio network. You're just like, give it up now. And I was told that by an executive of a syndication company. But we have to have others that help us stay true to the course and believe in ourselves. How important is it for us to annihilate that imposter syndrome and replace it with faith and belief in ourselves? It is the most important thing. And that's not just in business. That's just in life. We think we're imposters all the time. <laughs> when you're nervous about showing up to a, a gathering, you know, and you're just pitter-patter of your heart before you walk in the door, the social anxiety that people talk about, but no one talks about where's that come from? What are you anxious of? Is it the people? Well, no, you know half the people. It couldn't be you're afraid of the people that, that you don't know because you haven't met them yet, right? Really, that is the, that, that's imposter syndrome. You're, what are you going to talk about? How are they going to perceive me? Am I dressed right? Will I like the food? Is there going to be too much alcohol? There's a thousand questions that can go through your head and all those are you feeling that I just maybe won't fit into this. And I think it's important that we acknowledge that in order to be able to eradicate it within ourselves. We have to acknowledge that I may feel like I'm an imposter just by walking into the grocery store. Do I have enough money to get that or whatever? And have to recognize that even in those small moments, that doubt is what's screaming. And you will take that doubt with you to the next thing and then on to the next thing. And it just starts to compile itself and it becomes this huge ball of negativity. And yeah. you have to fight through that negativity in order to make room yeah. for something positive to come into your life. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought in my life, I'd seen a lot of things, but you know what I've seen in the past five years has shocked me. I play a sport. It's called table tennis. I play with people like, just to be clear, I'm probably the minority in the group in terms of the color of my skin, just right. And I have never seen such harassment, harassment against Asian people in my community here, which is so protective. I mean, walking out of the street after playing, and I'm thinking we are going to get beat up here because somebody looks Asian. And I'm like, what? Like, why? Like some rumor about COVID. And I thought to myself, this is a whole new world, and we have to have a brighter light than we've ever had. Don't you think? 100%. Over the last five or so years, there's been such a huge shift in judgment. People are very, very quick to judge. I'm not going to say that this, this, this racist activity came out of nowhere. It's no, been it a part of us in America. It's been a part of us for a long time. But people acting the way that they do, the judgment, the forceful behavior, the online bullying and things like that. You mentioned earlier, you know, that you came before the Twitter. So did I. I think I, I don't, don't let the, the Mohawk fool you. I'm older than I, <laughs> um, I, I remember. I know, right? Were, <laughs> when things were more simple and we didn't have all these gadgets and, and places to go to vent online and find groups of people who felt the same way as us. And I think that that's emboldened the position of hate by being able to find collective hate groups in these areas to be social and really just kind of go, yeah, 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 that is the right way when it's really the wrong path. And so over the last five or so years, we just, it's been toiling and it's been really boiling and we're at this, this, this head of what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do about this? Because you shouldn't have to feel that way just because there's Asians in your group or blacks in your group or Hispanics in your group, that there's going to be some sort of incident but that's where we are. We have to change who we are inside to move aside a lot of that judgment and realize that we're one being and that we have to focus on what's here and now if we want better. You know, oh, now we have a few minutes left. Uh, there are some things I'm really get excited about. In the world that we're talking about, we're talking, there's a guy out of Pennsylvania 
right? I don't live there. I live here, but I'm from the East Coast. And I've been watching this man. His name is Fetterman. And he's running, right, in Pennsylvania. And he has been old school, grassroots. I'm going to walk down the street in my little shorts, and I am going to talk to people, and I'm going to go door to door. And he has an interesting T-shirts and stuff. This is a man you want to talk to. Legal weed for PA, homegrown for the holiday. I mean, this is a guy, if you look at him and you understand what he believes in, you'll see he's even got a rainbow heart thing with his name on it. This is what we're talking about. Now, I don't live in Pennsylvania, but I've been watching him. And I've been watching what he says. And I've been watching how how absolutely angry people are at him. And I've been watching the integrity he has in holding his own. Now, everyone listening to this and everybody you touch and everybody I touch, they have the same integrity. We have to stop the noise and find the light that you talked about. Tiffany, I can't thank you enough for today. I want to take a minute and make sure everybody has your website. And then I want to hear your personal message. I would love to know how do we how do we engage with you? How do we join the movement? How do we work with you? How do people call you to ask you a question? They don't even know the question. How do we do that? Let's give out that information first. Awesome. Thank you so much, first of all, for having me on today. Um, you can find out more about me and you can end my programs from going to www.lccoachingsuccess.com. lccoachingsuccess.com. There you'll find all the programs that I offer. And you can even book a free 15 minute session with me where we can talk about what program's best for you, one-on-one -on -one mentoring, or maybe you need to visit my masterclass. Right now, the masterclass is being held online. We will in the near future be a live class in person, but right now we're online. So it's very easy for you to join in and get these lessons right from the comfort of your own home. Hmm. I can't thank you enough for joining us here today and for being that leadership we need in the world and your heart and your commitment to helping so many, so many women out there that don't even know that there is help on the way. I would love to know your personal message, what you want to say to everybody listening today. Certainly. I think my personal message to everyone is to be careful what you're listening to that's coming from yourself. Make sure that you are bathing yourself in positive messages that come from within and that you are gracious and within gratitude enough to give those messages to someone else so that they can get into their positivity as well. You know, thank you so much for all that you do. Again, give out those websites one last time if you don't mind. Certainly. LC Coaching Success. That's at www.lccoachingsuccess.com. And if you'd like to know more about women in the cannabis space, go to www.vanguardmediaonline.com. And for those of you out there, yes, we are going to be doing a series this month on issues, not necessarily on this show, but definitely on the Power Up with Dr. Pat show. And I have a funny feeling we're going to be having Tiffany back joining us on some of that. Thank you, Tiffany, for everything you're doing. Thank you for being the spirit of action for everyone. Thank you for being the mentor of mentors. Thank you for taking on the conversations that most people are scared to death to talk about. Thank you for being you. Benny, you do it every time. Thank you for making everything go smoothly. Olivia, thank you for jumping in again. And Daniel, for you too. It takes a village for us to get this message out to 100 media outlets. And I am so honored I work with the best and the best. We'll see you all next time. You've just heard an encore presentation from the Transformation Talk Radio Network. For more information about the network, visit TransformationTalkRadio.com.